you don't have to look very far to know that anxiety and depression are a massive problem for the U.S. population and around the world. I mean, we have gone through this massive sort of generational defining moment here with COVID and so many people are having real tough time working through all the problems associated with the pandemic. Uh, just in America alone, there's 40 million Americans that suffer from anxiety and we need tools. We need ways to fix this. So Kelly Roman, the CEO and co-founder of Fisher Wallace is here on the episode to tell us a little bit about neurostimulation at home. This is a groundbreaking, scientifically proven device that you can have at home to treat anxiety and depression. Not a pill, not cognitive behavioral therapy or psychotherapy, but a wearable on your head that you can use 20 minutes twice a day to drastically improve anxiety, depression, and insomnia fascinating conversation today. I've used this device myself and I have found that it has drastically improved my sleep and the numbers on my Fitbit show that. This is an incredible episode with a proven technology that is prescribed by over 14,000 doctors and this process is really simple. You don't have to go out and find a prescription. You can get it through Fisher Wallace and some of the testimonials on their website are really, really astounding and some of the statistics surveyed by their users have shown that a lot of people are going to use this for the rest of their life. They plan on it. So I am so excited to share this episode with you. I really hope that you enjoy it. Of course, there is a special offer. You know, I find it really important that I am able to share these devices with you, to talk about them, to share what their powers can do, and also to provide savings for you if this is something that uh, might work really well for you. So you can go to fisherwallace.com, that's F-I-S-H-E-R, fisherwallace.com, and use the code OPP and you'll get $100 off this incredible device that is no doubt the future of treating anxiety and depression and insomnia without the use of, of pharmaceuticals. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome everyone to the Optimal Performance Podcast. My name is Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, wellness entrepreneur, and it's my pleasure to bring to you every single week the world's leaders in the field of performance so that you can live your life at its most optimal level. Plus, cutting edge ideas so that you can stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world. Let's dig right in. And we're here with Kelly Roman, who is the CEO of Fisher Wallace, which is a neurostimulation device that's really cool. Kelly, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thanks. Great to be here. Appreciate it, Sean. Yeah. I would love to, let's just go right to it, man. Um, what is, tell me about the Fisher Wallace device. What is it? So on a basic level, it's a, uh, it's a brain stimulation wearable and it's, it's comfortable. Uh, it, 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 it's comprised of a handheld, uh, pulse generator that, uh, has a couple of wires that go to electrodes that go under a headband, uh, on either side of the head and, uh, patients wear it for 20 minutes and it stimulates, uh, serotonin production, lowers cortisol, uh, and trains, uh, alpha wave brain state. And we've uh, managed to get through uh, the FDA. So we have uh, uh, FDA clearance, which is for devices, usually the highest you get. Sometimes you get approval, but unlike drugs, uh, FDA clearance is, is the highest most devices get um, for the treatment of depression, anxiety, insomnia. So, so that's what we treat. 
uh, we've we've uh, so far treated uh, 70,000 patients through 14,000 prescribers. And um, the advantages over drug therapy and behavioral therapy are that we don't have the side effects of drugs. And, uh, but we have uh, through our research, a very similar or greater effectiveness. And then with, uh, compared to behavioral therapy, we're a lot more affordable. It's very expensive to go see a psychiatrist, to go see a therapist. Um, and so we're kind of in that, not quite as convenient as popping a pill, but, uh, but still 20 minutes a day is not, not uh, you know, that big of a commitment. And frankly, if you can carve out 20 minutes, ideally twice a day in the morning and the evening, um, it, it, it's a nice practice, right? It, it's, it's just, you, you, can, you can kind of relax and use, and use the device. It's comfortable. Uh, you feel the kind of anxiety relief pr pr pretty immediately. Um, all you have to replace are batteries and sponges. So over the course of a year, about 550 bucks, payment plan, 30-day return policy, free returns. So if it doesn't work for you, we have about 15% of our patients, it, it doesn't work for them with any therapy. It doesn't work for everyone. Uh, so they, they return it and they, they get all their money back. And uh, if you keep it and it works, um, that's a pretty low cost to, to treat those symptoms. Yeah. I, I like it because for me, it falls into the category of what are some things that I don't have to take pharmaceuticals for, right? What are, what are some, some, some practices on top of my breath work and grounding and sleep hacking and making sure that I'm taking care of the old brain, body, mind, spirit, you know, yep. life. Uh, if there's a way for me to avoid consuming something that's going to be habit forming or, you know, tough on my, my kidneys or liver. Um, this, I, I, I like the wearables and, and we've done episodes before me and the mouse in my pocket have done episodes before with other wearables, you know, that, uh, you know, there's muse from, for meditation, there's happy, which, uh, is, is, is changes, you know, changes your mood, but to, to have a product with as much research and as much anecdotes and as many doctors that say this thing works uh is pretty incredible and it is a low barrier to entry because uh you know you put this where the strap i've been using mine now for like three weeks and i really like it um i agree i really like it and it does work fast you know um i tend to use it in the evening time as i sort of you know do my wind down but i've used it in in the morning as well um but before we, you know, go into my experience, it, yeah. it, it seems to be a really effective, highly, highly effective, again, low risk thing for you to try. It's 30 days. You try it out. If, you, if it doesn't work, you send it back. Um, why don't people, why don't, why doesn't everybody know about this thing? Like, why isn't this wildly popular? I, I think part of it's the form factor, right? I mean, it, it looks a little scary. It looks like a hospital device. It has a red wire and a black wire. So in a sense, it looks like something you'd jump your car with, but you're jumping your brain with, and uh, which which on one level makes sense because your brain's electrical. Um, but we're 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 investing now in in building a version two, which um, it's going to look a lot better. It's gonna it's gonna be wireless. So there's, there's not gonna be wires coming down. It's gonna look more like a Beats headset that you put on your head. And I I think that. Um, 
you know, they're, they're, they're on some level, form factor really matters. I mean, you, you want something uh, that you're not going to be embarrassed to, 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 you know, have lying around your house or wearing a plane. Uh, and, and we get that. And it, it's just, it's expensive to do that. And we, we've been lucky enough to raise some money over the past year. It's taken us a long time to, to do that. Uh, you know, we're not VC backed. We're not kind of a hot, uh, you know, Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley company at this, at this moment. But, um, but because of the pandemic, there's been an incredible focus mm. now on mental health and actually, um, Silicon Valley is now investing quite heavily in, in, in this area. Um, and, but we've raised three and a half million dollars, uh, over the last couple of years through our customers, um, through equity crowdfunding, which is this, uh, new form of startups, uh, a new way that startups can raise money, uh, via the public, um, it's not quite a public company because we don't have the liquidity of like a NASDAQ or a New York stock exchange, but we can sell stock to the, to, to the public. And that's allowed us to, to raise money to, to do things like the research we did over the, uh, over the pandemic, we spent two and a half million dollars on three studies um, and to invest in product development. I think, I think once we have a, a really beautiful product um, and we were able to publish some of this incredible data that we got during the pandemic, um, and, and the fact that uh, the other thing is, is cultural, right? I mean, me mental health is, is, has typically been something that's been very stigmatized, right? So it's, it's not like um, Uber or, or, you know, seamless or something where it's like, Hey, you quickly tell your friends about it. It's like, you're not going to quickly tell your friends about how you're treating your depression or your anxiety. Um, but what's happened now is that, you know, a lot of, a lot of athletes and pop stars and other people are, are are saying, look, you know, this is a fact of life. Um, I deal with this as in, in the terms of a celebrity. And I think it's it's beginning to break down the stigma barrier. So so for us, um, the cultural element of adoption is is a big deal. And I'm I'm very excited that we're kind of at a moment as a result of the pandemic, which was a horrible experience economically, uh, being locked down. If you have kids, you know, your kids are being home. It was a nightmare. But some of the good things that came out of that were that um, people got to uh, use telemedicine, which is like a video or a phone chat or, or just some, you know, um, a texting or different ways to interact with providers. And so that that makes the prescription process, we're, we're a prescription device, it's a medical device. Um, but that makes that process a lot easier. So you don't have to actually go to a, go to your doctor's office anymore. You can you can very quickly get a prescription like you would for hims and hers. Um, and and by the way, I think hims and hers have, have, has done they're a great business. I, th I think they've done a great service uh, in terms of just kind of making the process of of getting a prescription much easier and much more approachable. And we're leveraging that now. Um, and and when we bring out version two so there'll be this seamless prescription process uh it's pretty private you know for in half the states in the country you don't have to have a video call or a phone call you can just you fill out a form and we'll be able to ship this directly to people and and it, it's going to look a lot better so i think um influencers so to speak and and just the public in general will be able to have this device and not not uh, and feel less stigmatized, less stigmatized because of the design, 
and because you know people are just more open about it. So I, I think there's a cultural shift, there's a technology and design shift. And I think a year from now, when we have version two on the market, we're, we're expecting to commercialize it and, and ship it uh, March or April next year. Um, so I, 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 my hope is that it starts to replace drug therapy as a mm. first resort, but it's also something that um, people can talk about and um, and not feel embarrassed or um, you know uh, uh, stigmatized in, in in discussing and and that's going to just push this whole thing forward. And, and and I think you know the fact of the matter is you know this is not uncommon, right? This is something that um, a huge percentage of Americans are feeling and and, and globally. So. Um, you know, it, it should be something that's as, uh, uh, as easy to talk about as, um, you know, uh, as anything else. So I, I think, I think that's, that's now where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I think you're right. I think that there, there are cultural shifts happening around the stigma around, uh, mental health, you know, when, uh, when Yeezy, just you know came out of the closet and he's like hey i have depression like i'm manic like i got stuff going on and it's and it's hard and um it i think that you know two years ago or whatever really kind of broke down the walls in a major way and uh for a device like this that that you maybe you don't use the word treats do you use the word treat does it yeah, treat? yeah. No, no. treat treat it, it, you know we're, we're medical so so it yeah. does yeah so uh, I have much respect for Muse and these and these other products that are in the wellness space, but we're 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 very much in the same ballpark as drugs. I mean, we're we're treating we're treating the symptoms. Yeah, anxiety, depression, and sleep. Like if you got those three things hammered out, if you were less anxious, less depressed, and got better sleep, your life would change in a week. You know. Uh, and, and I'm sure that you, that you hear that over and over, you mentioned a couple of things that I want to kind of unpack. I want to, I want to talk about the studies a little bit. Um, and, and, and because I think that's, that's important. And, you know, the, the stuff on the website, you know, 14,000 doctors, uh, like this, uh, our fans, like that's, that's a staggering number. Cause it's been around for a long time and, and we, we don't have to go into like the history necessarily, but uh, I, I do want to talk a little bit about neurostimulation because I think you're right. I think a lot of people think, well, what is, what am I doing? I'm putting these uh, electrodes is a weird word, but I'm putting these like sensors. They're not really sensors, but they're, you know, they emit a thing and you wear an band. Um, and so um, if you were having to explain really concisely, like to a third grader, what neurostimulation is, what is it? it it's hard. It, so your brain is electrical. Uh, you know, on a fundamental level, uh, more than any other organ, it's an electrical system. And the cells in a brain are different than the cells in any other organ. And, and they're, they're really uh, many electrical signal uh, generators. And so to be able to influence how the brain functions with electricity is fundamentally more efficient than introducing a chemical for your digestive system that has to work its way up through the blood brain barrier. And on its way there, uh, uh, it is affecting many other parts of your body, right? So uh, uh, the, the kind of most popular antidepressants are still the old ones, which are called serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And so they, not to get too gritty, but they, they, 
they um, are able to block how your cells absorb serotonin that increases serotonin in your system. Well, it turns out 80% of your serotonin uh, receptors are in your gastro tract. So it's not surprising that if you take these drugs, you're, you may have some digestive issues. You may, when I took antidepressants in my twenties, uh, I was always hungry. I had weight gain, Yeezy, uh, Kanye West, uh, that was his problem. He gained a lot of weight and, and, uh, and, and that was a result of the drugs. So electrically stimulating the brain on a third grade level uh, is just you're you're introducing electricity to the brain to influence how it functions. Your brain's an electrical organ, and that's why it's more efficient. It's why there's no side effects. It's more direct. You're not going through the, the, the your stomach to get there, and um, and and your your brain because it's electrical, it's also functioning on a uh, on a brain on a kind of a frequency basis. So if you think of it kind of like as a radio. Um, and we're able to uh, entrain, and the research shows this, a, a particular brain state, a, a frequency that it's, it's kind of pulsating at, if you will, that is um, the same as if you were doing the deep uh, breaths, but that, that brings a calm brain state. But the advantage of our simulation is that it, it allows that to have a long duration after you use it. And it's also, uh, and this is something we need more research on why it's doing this, but it's also stimulating the brain through the stimulation to, to create these neurochemicals and to uh, kind of uh, manage the sympathetic nervous system, which is what is, a lot of people understand what fight or flee response is. That's the thing that we're also managing. So if you're really anxious, you're basically in a state of fight or flee. And this is what PTSD patients have. Uh, if you served in Iraq and Afghanistan and you're constantly, if you're driving down the road and is, is something going to explode under me, an IED, um, once you leave that environment, that nervousness doesn't go away. You drive down the road to go to a doctor's office or go to your job and you're still in that state of is something going to explode under the car? That's a fight or flee response. And so that that is what the device has been shown to kind of help uh, lower the, the temperature on that. And um, that's what's helping people get to sleep. Uh, that's what's helping uh, the, the mood, mood, sleep, mood, you know, depression, anxiety, insomnia, they're all connected. Um, and, and most people have, if they have one, they have more than one, they'll, they'll have anxiety and insomnia. Like if you can't get to sleep and you're constantly thinking about stuff before, well, that's, a, that's anxiety. Uh, and so if you're able to kind of treat that, you can help people get to sleep. And then if you're able to, um, uh, you know, have a duration of effect on those neurochemicals, then you can help people stay asleep. And, um, and so we, in those trials we did last year, the, 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 the biggest success was, was with anxiety. And, um, and, and so we're, we're, we're starting to now focus on that. And that'll come out as the published research comes out. And I, I can't get into too much detail because we are trying to have these studies published in major journals. So we're, we're, we're submitting them. The journal wants to be the first one to post the results, but I can say we, we had a high effectiveness uh, of almost no side effects. Um, and so, and we had a separation between placebo and active and not to get too gritty there, but that means, you know, we're comparing a real device to something that looks like it's functioning, but it's not, that's the placebo. 
And, you know, that's an important um, thing to prove because uh, there is a big placebo effect with all mental health studies, uh, unlike things like cancer and, and, and things which are pure, a purely chemical reaction. If you're dealing with a psychological reaction, then you're, 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 there's a huge effect. And just the fact that you're having a patient talk to a doctor, that has an effect. Uh, the fact that you're sitting there with something for 20 minutes, that has an effect. Um, so we were able to show a difference between active and placebo uh, in, the, in our anxiety trial. And, and that was um, a huge, I think, uh, groundbreaking result for our technology. And, and uh, I can't wait for that to be published. Um, and I think it's going to change the way science thinks about it, how the medical profession thinks about it. And, and that will help make this technology more than just, um, you know, uh, you know, a fad or a trend. It will be something that's really science-based and, and I think here to stay. A quick thank you to one of our sponsors, and then we'll jump right back into this episode. This episode is brought to you by Inside Tracker. If you didn't hear the last episode with the founder of Inside Tracker, Dr. Gil Blander, we laid it all out. How does it work? What does Inside Tracker do? Why does it benefit you? How is it so custom? What's the use case? The, this metaphor between actually knowing what's going on inside your body like you do in your car. When the dashboard light comes on and something needs attention, then you you get it fixed. You get it figured out. Well, you can do the same thing with Inside Tracker. And here's how it's different. It's different than anything that you've ever done as far as going to the doctor to improve your performance. If there's something that you want to know about what's going inside your body, your hormones, your stress, your inflammation, the doctor usually can't provide that to you. So when you pay out of your pocket and you use Inside Tracker, they give you a clear picture of what's going on inside your body. They give you a clear measurement of what sort of dietary and exercise choices can help you. And then they give you an idea of how you can change your lifestyle so that you can be a more healthy, more active person. This is a fantastic and incredible platform, and I am a major, major believer in it. You can go to insidetracker.com forward slash optimal and get 25% off all of their services. If you have not done blood work in the last three years, five years, maybe you've never done it in your adult life, it's really important to know what your vitamin D levels are, what your vitamin C levels are. What sort of inflammation that you have? Inside Tracker is the solution. It's a massively, it's a futuristic platform that is going to revolutionize how people optimize their health. So go ahead and go to insidetracker.com forward slash optimal and you can get 25% off. Okay, back to the episode. Yeah, I, I, I sort of make the connection, even though it's not really the same thing. You know, I did some neurofeedback and and uh, did did Wabi, you know, brain mapping. And um, I kind of, I kind of, I foresee this getting bigger and bigger, especially in the performance community, the 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 biohacking community, because people like myself, early adopters, early adopters. Yeah, it's like yeah. I, I'm I go hard most of the time. Like uh, I I work hard, I play hard, I have in um um you know like a thousand plates I'm spinning at all times, and and so do the <laughs> listeners of this podcast. And you can't help but begin to get anxious. Uh, you can't help. But uh, but be thinking about the things that you're working on uh, in your job or your family or in your you know your life purpose for that matter you know before you go to sleep and it affects that and it affects that sleep. Uh, so I think that we get to hate sleep. I mean, what, what's interesting is we we've, we 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 talked to we have a great sleep doctor on our board. Meyer Krager is at Yale, and he was saying you know um, you know 
even though people value sleep, people don't want to sleep. It's like, I, I want to do stuff, right? I mean, that, that's, I mean, a lot of people just like, sleep is kind of an inconvenience, right? It's like, I, I, I'd rather get four or five hours so I can spend the rest of my, my day doing stuff. And, but, but, you know, it, it really is important to, to get the seven hours if you can. It runs deeper than that for me. And in, in all the episodes yeah. I've done on sleep, it's not just that people don't want to sleep because Netflix is awesome. It's not just that. It's the fact that when you are stimulating yourself with three screens, when the sun yeah. goes down, when you have yeah. your phone and your laptop, maybe a tablet, maybe your hubby TV or your or wife yeah, yeah. Yeah. and right. the TV's on, right. how right. on earth do you have that sleep drive that moment where you're like, huh, I suppose I'm tired now. I feel like sleeping. Sleeping sounds good. Most of us never reach that point and have, and haven't reached it in, in a decade or more. So right. it's like, it's not just that they don't want to, it's just that like they're, they're, they're not producing melatonin. They're not winding down They're You know, they've got bright lights on them at nighttime. And so it's like, they don't even feel tired. Bad and, ritual. You don't have a ritual yeah. to it can wind down. You go from like being on to then just wanting to, 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 to passing out basically. You just right. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and, you know, in that case, then you self-medicate with cannabis or alcohol or, you know, yep. whatever. Sure. And so, you know, that, that, that's a, that's a huge thing. And I can't, I can't help but, but sort of notice and think about this correlation. You know, if you have anxiety, you're thinking about the future. If you have depression, you're thinking about the past. And I can't help, this is, you know, sort of a, a tenet of, of mindfulness and meditation is like, you're just not present. You're constantly thinking, worrying about what's about to happen and freaking out about what you did wrong. Right. And if, when, when you have that disassociation from the present moment, um, then, then you're not in your body. You're not present. You're not you know, capable of connecting your relationships suffer, your work suffers, you know, your parenting suffers. And so for a device like this, that in a 20 minute session that you're wearing, well, you're just doing whatever, you know, I've used it meditating. I've used it gardening. I've used it, you know, in the evening time, I've even worked out with it on. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and just because like, well, let's we'll just see what, how this goes. And as I was, and as I finished my workout, um, I was like, Oh, I'm ready to sleep now. Like I'm, I'm tired, not for my workout, but I'm tired because I stack this thing. You know, I've stacked it in, in some of these different protocols that I do these, these habits I have. I, I, I think it's um, I think it's cutting edge stuff. Um, what do, what do people report? You know, what, uh, obviously you've got the, the, the clinical trials coming out, which are going to be, you know, a, a massive feather in your cap. And obviously you're really excited and hush hush about it. So they must've gone well. Um, but what do, what do users, what's the first thing you users usually say after like, after they get their trial? Well, so about uh, two weeks ago, and I'm happy to send this to you if you want to include it as notes or whatever. Um, we send out a survey and this is the first time I've, I've done this and too long winded, but we hired a branding firm to rename our products. So it's not going to be Fisher wall stimulator anymore. We're going we're to have a one word. It's a great word. We're trademarking it now. Something else I can't say. Oh, come on. Kelly, I, spill it. I can't wait to say it. it. It's a great word. It's two syllables. It's a great word. Um, but it really kind of captures 
where you want to go and 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 we that's part of you know is, is kind of superficial as i can see it's actually important um because you want to have something that's like a verb and so forth but but the, the one of the things that came out of that process was that they interviewed patients they the branding firm is like we want to interview 10 patients and they spent an hour with each patient and then from that after watching those videos and those blew me away mm. Uh, there is some stuff in there uh, that I just would never would have thought of. For instance, there was an African-American woman who was talking about the fact that her, you know, her grandfather uh, was, was one of the Tuskegee Airmen. Hmm. And, and so this is, I don't know if people know, may, everyone may not know what that is, but they, they injected, they basically infected these, these uh, patriots with syphilis uh, and, 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 you know, we're, we're, it was, it was a very dark, uh, moment in science where it's just kind of, you know, you're, 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 you're kind of doing these human trials without any kind of regulation. And the result of that was that after that, uh, in the United States, they made it required that if you're going to do experiments on people, you have to go through what's called a, a review board and the review board has to make sure that human patients are safe, which seems like a basic thing, but you know, that it took that to have that. And what this patient said is that, you know, as a result of that in her family, she was always been very um, skeptical of medication. Mm. So, so that was one of the things that attracted her to our device. I never would have thought of that kind of cultural context. Right. Um, but you know, I, I, I think what we get from pay, so we sent this survey out and we, we asked four questions after I, after I saw these interviews, I'm like, we got to survey our patients. And one of the questions was, do you intend to use our device for the rest of your life to maintain your mental health and cognitive performance? And I was expecting maybe a third or quarter would be a huge uh, percentage of people uh, more than it was like 76%, 75.5%, I think, said they intend to use the rest of their life. And so, you know, on one level, you may look at a antidepressant and be like, I don't want to use that for the rest of my life. Well, the device like this, with the another question is, are you experienced cognitive benefits? And a huge percentage said yes. And so I think the the feeling is once you put these symptoms into remission, the, our patients are feeling other benefits that we're not marketing, that we're not quote unquote treating, uh, which are focus, concentration, memory, but also the, they, they're, there's, they're not feeling any long-term negative effects. And so like, I want to continue using this um, because it, it, it just, I feel good using it. And again, it's not all patients, but, but a, a huge percentage are, are wanting to use this thing for the rest of their life. And so that informed the way I think about product development, because it's, you know, we're going to have this version two coming out, but there's going to be a version three and a four and a five. And I'm now looking at customers as a 50 year or 60 year relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and, you know, another question we asked is, do you consider this as important as your cell phone? Uh, 40% said yes. And I think that's a huge percentage because Whoa. the cell phone, let's face it, that, that, that's, that's, it, it, you know, wow. it's hard to say what's as important. Um, and so that was also another sign that how, you know, a device that is certainly not as attractive or as, um, uh, you know, at the, the version one we have is very hospital-like. It, 
but people really have a strong uh, relationship with it once it works. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, you know, the, the, that's a long answer to your question, but I, I think the, the, the patients are, this is, it's both a medical thing and it's a, it, it turns out to be kind of a lifestyle thing in, in the sense that it, it's literally a device people want to use for life. Um, not because they want to have these symptoms for the rest of their life, but because they really like the way that uh, they feel after using it. And I I would just say that that 20 minutes um, adds a ritual. So, you know, you're, you already have rituals, you have protocols. A lot of people don't, right? So, so when you, when you, when we give someone in the, in these trials, which was striking is that you know, many of these patients had never been treated ever for mental health. And suddenly they're, they're given kind of a ritual in the morning and evening. And I, I think having that 20 minutes where we're basically like, look, have some, have some downtime, you know, uh, you know, I, I love that you're working out with it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think, I think a lot of people, especially you're probably not doing that right before you go to sleep, right? You may be doing that in the morning during the day. Um, maybe you're doing it before you sleep, it, but, but, it is, but it's, it's in the, yeah, it's in the evening time, but that's just, that's how I do it. Yeah. I mean, but I think, I think just giving some, giving people some, a 20 minute break. Yeah. Um, even though that's not clinically part of the therapy because it's the electricity, it, it there is something to that break. And, and that's why when I talk about it compared to drug therapy, I'm like, yes, it's not as convenient as popping a pill, but there are some advantages of taking 20 minutes Oh yeah, uh, beyond the, 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 the clinical aspect, just actually carving out that time where yeah. you're going to wind down. That is also helpful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, one of the most popular, you know, um, forms of meditation is transcendental meditation, yep. which, you know, I learned as a, as a, a kid. Yep. yeah, yep. it's 20 minutes in the morning. It's 20, it's 20 minutes, right. When you wake up and it's 20 minutes before you go to sleep and it becomes this, this, uh, this anchor for your entire day. And frankly, you don't have to meditate with this. Like you don't have to learn the process of meditation, which is really challenging for a lot of people for all the reasons we explained. It's, it's, it's really tedious to develop a, an effective, nourishing, consistent meditation practice. It's brutal. Uh, and so the fact that you can do this while you do other things, garden, yep. I mean, make this, you know, book, whatever. Yeah. Cup of, you know, cup of tea yeah. like that, that becomes the thing that improves your quality of life. That's massive. That's huge for people. Gives people something to do. An anchor. I, can, I love that word anchor. Yeah. Yeah. I can do this one thing twice a day. That's actually going to make me a happier person, a better person, a smarter person, person that sleeps, you know, that's the, you know, that's able to focus. Yeah. It's totally, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really incredible. You know, I'll, t- I'll tell you a little bit about my experience. So, you know, yeah. I think it's worth noticing, worth noting that, you know, uh, I'm going to show it for those of you watching on YouTube. Um, here's the device. So it's this little, uh, it's this little device here that creates the pulse. Um, you put these, um, you know, electrodes, um, on your, uh, on your temples. And then you put this headband on that keeps them in place. You dip the, dip the sponges in water. So they have contact for connectivity. Um, 
And I didn't know what to expect, but it's super, super duper simple. All you got to do is just turn it on. Very simple. Yeah. And when it comes on, it goes up. I need to turn. Oh, oh, no, there it goes. Um, And then it turns on and then you turn it up to where the number one and the number two are blinking. And once that's you're good to go. Uh, And then you and then you put it on. The sensation is is a little it's a it is a sensation i mean uh, it's it's not unpleasant it is present and it's yep. like a little poke you know yep. it's it's not it's not intrusive it's not like oh shit you know but it's just it's like this little sense it's like this little sense that you get it's like a little tiny like a little bit of a pokey um again i after after doing it the first time you don't even really notice it anymore because it's so subtle um and then you just go do your thing, do whatever you want to do for 20 minutes. And then it beeps when it's done, it shuts off automatically. And uh, if that, if doing that, that, that simplistically, that integrated into your day makes you have a, qual- a better quality of life, then, then that's, that's a tenet of a, of a massively impactful practice. Um, yeah, practice is another key word. I, yeah. I, that that that's actually what it is it's a practice yeah uh, yeah it's it's it, it, it's it's not going to cure your insomnia the first time you know um but l- let's talk about that what what have you heard from users like how long it takes to like really see the, oh let me let me finish telling about my sure, experience sure. Yeah. So, so after the first second third fourth i started doing once a day and now i'm doing twice a day and you can literally notice at the end of that session when that beep, I've got this now Pavlovian response that when that <laughs> beep goes off, I'm like, I'm, I'm like even and yep. even keeled. Like if I'm going, if I'm doing work, recording a podcast, I'm ready. If I'm playing with my kids, I'm ready. If I'm doing nothing, I'm ready. But it is this baseline that's very even keeled. And the sensation is, is noticeable. And, and I've done it, you know, after long work days, you know, three coaching calls and a podcast and a bunch of sure. busy work. And then at the end of that 20 minutes, the beep goes off and it's like, Hey, you're good now. And it's like, Oh, Oh yeah. It feels, it does feel similar to coming out of a meditation session. You just feel present. You feel ready. You, you're not high or low. You're just right. And that feeling is, is encouraging. It's really encouraging because it's, um, I, I was not expecting it, frankly, to have that sort of effect that quickly. But after like day two, I was like, wow. So this thing, this thing does deliver when, when you, when you hear from, from patients, what do they usually say about how long it takes for them to sort of see the effects? Yeah. For, for sleep, it's usually a week, um, for depression, it can be up to four weeks. Depression is the toughest thing to treat. You know, I'm not going to lie. It, 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 depression is very complicated. So that takes the longest time. Anxiety and, and insomnia. Anxiety is about two weeks on average where you're really seeing results. Insomnia is the, is the most rapid if, if you respond to it, if there's a response rate. Um, the insomnia study we did, um, I can share some details on that. At four weeks, we had a 42 minute difference between sham and active. So that means a placebo device, which is only on for two seconds and the active was on for the full 20 minutes. 
thing you see the Fitbit charge for. Yeah. So, so th those little red marks, those, again, those of you watching, watching the video, those little red marks are, are my wakefulness. Um, how many times I'm waking up. And so throughout the night, um, you're, that's, it just, it just happens, you know, it's for a million reasons, right? What I have found is that my scores went from pretty consistently, you know, Fitbit gives you an overall sleep score. Aura Ring does that as well. There's, there's a lot of th that do that. Um, yep. My sleep scores with pretty consistent bedtimes, you know, I usually go to sleep around 10, 1030 and I'm up at six, 630 just about every night. And my sleep scores went from like mid to high 70s to mid to high eighties. Um, more as I look, as I look back through this data, it was like, you know, um, 75. So you didn't start with severe insomnia. You started with decent sleep yeah. and you got better sleep, which is, right. which is great. I mean, our, our study, we were looking at severe insomnia patients, but, but, but that's great to hear that you were, you weren't starting with severe insomnia. No, you still got some benefit from that. That's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was noticeable because I was watching it pretty closely. Cause again, I, I don't think of myself as somebody, you know, I, I do all these sleep hacks and I, you know, I get pretty good quality sleep yep. Gen generally I'm diligent about it, but it improved. Uh, it improved. And, and I think that there's, you know, just to that, to that same note, like for people who are doing this, that have now a routine that have a thing that helps them. It's like, it does promote healthfulness. It does promote one's ability to be more focused on their sleep, more focused on their mental being. And, and, and I would even go as far to say like, Hey, I've invested in this thing, right? I've purchased this thing. I'm really excited about it. Then all of these other factors in your life become more relevant. Like, am I eating quite right? Am I exercising quite right? Am I? Well, that am all I, opens up. Yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. And, and 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 some people really need a physical thing to do. For some people, it's a Fitbit or a Garmin or an, or an Aura, and it's like, oh, well, now I'm counting my steps, so I got to get to ten thousand steps. That's what I'm going to be doing. And it, it's, it's a physical, it's again, the word anchor to say, okay, now I'm focused on my health and wellness. I'm going for it. You know, um, eating, eating is hard, you know, changing nutrition and that's challenging for a lot of people. But when you have a thing and you do it, then your whole like sense of how you care for yourself shifts. So I imagine that, that that's an effect too, that, that people are, people are actually being more aware of their state of consciousness, their, their mentality, uh, and, and I, that's, there's, that's, that's all good stuff. And I would also say too, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of this term interoception, which, uh, which basically is being aware of how you feel, being aware of what's going on in your body. You know, if you close your eyes and sit quietly, how's my breath? How's my digestion? Do I have pain in my body? Am I anxious? Uh, am I tired? That ability to know where you're at at any given time uh, improves your quality of life because you just have better self-awareness. You know, we need to like quit, you know, not have a fourth beer, you know, when you like, okay, it's time to go to bed. You know, I need to slow down or check out or close the laptop and go outside. And the, the, uh, what I have found with some of these practices is that, th that even though the effect is from the neurostimulation, it actually reminds you that you're driving the boat. It reminds you that you're in control of your own body. You're in control of your own emotions and your feelings and your physical status. And so having a tool like this that can allow you to be more aware of yourself, it's everybody wins there. 
that's a that's a great uh, observation of of this, and I, I think it's um you know you can get a little bogged down in clinical data, but what what you're talking about is is a user experience that's that kind of transcends some of that, and and you need the data, but that that is exactly right, and and you know when we're so we've never had an app for this device. We're building it now. It's going to be with the version two. And um, I, I just think this is a good segue. So it, into talking a little bit about the app. So we're, we're going to be able to track symptoms. We're going to be able to track cognitive performance, give that uh, data to the user so they can take an anxiety. Uh, the gold standard is called the, the, the Beck anxiety inventory. That's what we use in the clinical trials would all anxiety trials typically use. So we can give you your anxiety data. We can give you uh, your, your cognitive performance data, meaning like we can we can deliver through the app some simple focus, concentration, memory uh, tests, and we can actually show you is that improving over time. Um, but I think once you what you're talking about is there once you kind of go, I'll, I'll say I'll describe it as like once you go from survive, you're 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 beyond survival when you're starting. You're not you're not um, you're not as as symptomatic as, as the folks in our trials, but, but the, the, you know, if you can get someone from survival to a place where then they're beginning, they're able to then engage in other things. They start, they, like you said, they, you, start, you start saying, I'm, I'm, I'm driving the boat here. You know, all of a sudden diet becomes a little bit more important exercise, you know, other things. We want to use the app to kind of curate some things as you grow through that process to support you um, because that, that is the journey, you know, is that you, a lot of people who come to our device at this point are, they really want to get from a place that's, you know, maybe even a crisis point or, mm -hmm. or, or at least a, a tough point. And, and that's their main focus. But once you get them out of that, and that may take a week, two weeks, four weeks, there's an opportunity to then support them with other stuff. And, and, and this is a, this is an area of therapy, which, you know, the thing about mental health therapy in general is it's all kind of siloed and compartmentalized. Like you have this, you can do that, you can do, but there's not, it, there hasn't been like a great way to kind of integrate those things through a whole journey. And I think we're not going to perfect that for everyone, but, but I think we can look at what's the journey for our uh, users and I think what you're touching on is that you do get to a point if it's if you're responsive, where you start wanting you start being open to other things. Yeah. And, and I, I want to be able to, to support people with that. So I, I would say, you know, if you're if you're listening to this, the hardware very helpful. You can get that now. Uh, it, it, and and if you're listening to to this podcast, you're probably already open to a lot of other things. Mm. And that's great. Um, but ultimately with the version two, we really want to start curating that for, for, for folks as they go through that, that whole journey. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, you know, I, as always, I feel like it's my duty to try to, you know, uh, poke holes or, sure, sure, please, you know, please. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's like, we're doing it's so great. Oh my God. So awesome. Oh, you got it. You got it. You got it. I, I mean, I, I can't think of, I can't think of any, I mean, I, I, really, <laughs> I can't, I mean, well, the, industrial design could use some work and that I'm very open about. It's like, but you know what, it, there's something about the, the current design, which is, which is which, sure, which, which is like, you know what, it's, it's yeah. not trying to be sexy, which is yeah. kind of nice. 
It's like, yeah. it's not trying to be flashy. Right. It's, it's just functional. It's know? functional. Uh, and, and, and if, if it works, people use it, they stick with yeah. it. You know, they yeah. decide to use it for life. Um, right. uh, but I, I'm curious, like what, what have you gotten any sort of, uh, critics or, um, you know, people in that you've come across that, that try to, you know, poo poo the results. I mean, you now have the science that it's going to, the, well, the, the, the poo poo comes, comes with like, where are your large clinical trials? Yeah, right. And, 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 and that, um, and, and, and there, there's, there's, you know, on a kind of intellectual basis, of course we want the trials, but on a business basis, it's like, well, those are expensive. And so, you know, unfortunately we're not, <clears throat> we're not in a society where yet, um, and, and not to get political, but it's like, you know, we, 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 we there's just not a lot of, for instance, government funds for the research that we need to do. Right. So, so companies like ours are, are they're, they're left up to them up to themselves, and mm-hmm. of course uh, there's 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 uh, Silicon Valley and there's venture capital, but um, and and most people watching this probably don't think of too much about that world. But it's like, you know, they love software. Why? Because it it, it, it software costs nothing to to reproduce. Mm-hmm. In, in the sense, it's like it's like drugs, right? Uh, uh, the pill itself costs nothing almost nothing to, to produce what costs money is the is the is the research and and of course the marketing right all the tv right. ads the drugs and so the cost of the product but the, the, of a per unit basis is is basically zero for drugs and software we're not in that business there, we're not we don't cost a ton of money to make it but there is a cost per unit and then there's shipping and you have to manufacture it and, and there's the complexities of supply chains. Uh, and so if you're an investor, you, you most investors in Silicon Valley don't want to um, have that risk, right, of, of, the, of the manufacturing side of it. And then you add on to that the burden of regulatory. So that, that's why you see, yeah. you know, and no, and no shade on Muse, but like, those kinds of devices don't don't pursue the regulatory path because it's it takes a long time, it's expensive, um, and so we've been in business now for twelve years and we're we're still a startup. And I, I joke with friends you know, who are who are in software businesses and they've had you know three exits and and whatever you know and it's great you know but it's like we're not in that business like we're a, it, medical takes a long time, especially if you're not uh, venture funded and so. It's taken us this long to do these trials. Um, can't wait to get them out, as I said. Yeah. And it, it's just, you know, unfortunately, it's, it's just taken a while. So, but I, I think starting next year, I, I think we're not going to be the only company. I don't want us to be the only company. I mean, it, it, you know, it's like, but I think this whole approach to going from Freud and psychotherapy, you know, in the, in the 30s and 40s and 50s, to drug therapy, which really took off for mental health in the eighties with Prozac. We're entering this era where, you know, you have electrical therapy. Mm-hmm. And if you look at someone like Elon Musk, you love him or hate him. I mean, he, he's investing in this brain stimulation company called Neuralink and they are, they are implanted. So they're surgically implanted uh, a brain stimulation, but he's, he's put 150 million of his own money into that. And, 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 uh, you know, I, I'm glad he's doing it because um, 
they're not going to have a, a a product that really competes with us probably for 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 eight years or ten years. But ultimately, there's still a surgical implant, and I yeah. think there's a lot of people who are not going to want that. There's an ex, there's expense to that, even if they make it really affordable and efficient to have the surgery. It's nice to have a wearable that you can just put on, take off, you know. And so we want to be that company, and maybe there'll be a few others. But it's like, that's the space we want to be in where it's like a, a really affordable. Like right now, our device is about 500 bucks. I'm hoping with version two, we can get it down to, to you know, maybe even 299. So like r- literally the cost of a Beats headphones and have, a, have a, a, a light subscription service, maybe 10 bucks a month where you can get this data on your symptoms and on, mm-hmm. on your performance and everything. And that's a, that's, that's such a more affordable option than, uh, you know, even if generic drugs are cheap, you still have to get a doctor prescription. That's not cheap. Talk therapy is expensive. So I, I think there's, there's room for, for this kind of thing. And I think that, that, you know, people will start to really think about the brain as electrical and, and how that's connected to what we're doing and not think so much about Jack Nicholson and one flew over the cuckoo's nest and, you know, uh, and, and, and it's, it, it, you know, we, we like to use the word wearable, not just for, um, you know, simply for marketing, but also because that's, that's the level of safety and ease yeah. that we're trying to, that, that we're delivering. And, and instead of something you put on your wrist, um, you put it on your head for 20 minutes and, and that's it. So that, that, that's the space. And I, so it, it's, it's moving there, you know, it's yeah. moving well, I, I, I love having conversations like this because for me, this is like core performance optimization, like devices like this that work, that have studies, that have, you know, hundreds of thousands of, of doctors recommend and, and testimonials, like it's working for so many people. Uh, it's not habit forming. It's not going to tear up your, your gut. It's, uh, it, it's, it's cutting edge stuff. And I, I really appreciate, um, having the opportunity to try it and to have this conversation because people should know that things like this exist. They should know that there are options for you that don't include, uh, you know, the alternatives, you know, sort of classic. I, I like the way that you think about that as like, you know, the, uh, the eighties into the nineties, you know, the, the talk and, and the pharmaceuticals for, for anxiety, depression, and sleep, you know, going into the electrical stimulation. I think that there's, there's tons of innovation to come. I'm excited. I I'm excited for you guys. I, I, I believe in this product. I think it's awesome. And I appreciate it. And and the fact that I'm, uh, you know, I'm mentally pretty well together. I don't have a ton of anxiety, a ton of depression. It it helped, it helped my sleep. Like I noticeably helped my sleep. I like the way that I feel after where, and, uh, and I think there's a lot of people that, that are really going to, really going to enjoy this. Uh, where can people go to, uh, to learn, to learn more about it? Thank you. Yeah. It's fisherwallace.com. There's no C. So it's F I S H E R wallace.com. Um, and, uh, th- there is a prescription process, but we currently refer people to a really convenient telemedicine provider. It's just kind of like a hymns and hers thing where you fill out a form, um, and, uh, we're, we're integrating that more next month. So it's a little bit more seamless, but it, it's a pretty, it's a pretty easy prescription process. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, it's fisherwallace.com. That, that's where we sell it. Dig it. 
Very cool. Well, Kelly, this has been a really fascinating conversation. I just want to say thank you for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Nice one. Awesome. That was awesome.